Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. John Nisi, Redemptive Suffering. Suffering does not always have a redemptive outcome. Painful life experiences have the potential to deepen and mature us, to make us wiser and more compassionate. But this is not always how things work. Pain can also make us numb or bitter or self-absorbed. It can make us so preoccupied with our own discomfort that we have little energy or interest left for anyone or anything beyond ourselves. Suffering can soften the heart or it can turn it to stone. And so we should be careful not to romanticize or spiritualize suffering too much, to assume that it will inevitably have an ennobling or transformative effect upon our consciousness or character. One factor that determines whether suffering will have a redemptive outcome is our attitude towards it. Suffering by itself is no cure. It only cures us when we have the right attitude towards it. From this vantage point, the issue is not the particular form the trouble takes, illness, injury, depression, poverty, or persecution, or even the degree of pain associated with it. Rather, it makes the difference is how we look at the difficulties life sends our way. How we see the problems has a profound impact on how they are experienced, including the degree to which they are felt to be either meaningful opportunities for growth or meaningless obstacles that are better avoided. The right attitude enables us to discern meaning in our suffering. Meaning is what makes it possible for us to make spiritual sense of what otherwise seems senseless, to bear what would otherwise be unbearable. According to Viktor Frankl, whether suffering becomes an occasion for spiritual triumph or defeat depends entirely on our capacity to discover a meaning or purpose in Frankl an Austrian psychiatrist who wrote his personal experience of extreme suffering in the Nazi concentration camps in the classic book, Man's Search for Meaning, emphasized the human capacity to choose our attitude towards suffering regardless of external circumstances. He said, everything can be taken away, but one thing, he wrote, the last of human freedoms is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. Fundamentally, even in the worst of circumstances, we can decide what shall become of ourselves mentally, 
and spiritual, retaining our human dignity even in a concentration camp. Finding the correct spiritual attitude in any given difficult situation determines whether we will experience it as a blessing or as a curse. When we are contending with painful life problems, finding the blessing has to do with discovering the hidden spiritual meaning or message contained in the problem, the blessing in disguise. The temptation is always to give up the struggle prematurely before we have learned what we need to learn, before we have gotten the message. Frankel's tender inner conversations bear a striking resemblance to prayer. Human or divine, in the flesh or in the imagination, the sense of connection with other offers a blessed relief, not from the suffering itself, but from bearing the burden of it as an isolation. Access to the beloved makes possible a redemptive experience of shared suffering, a compassionate experience of suffering with, in place of the crushing experience of suffering alone. I love this reading so much because it encapsulates so much of what we do here at this shifting moment. The idea that your attitude could be the most important thing that you have control of is such a radical shift. And what I've found in my own life is that there's no way to explain how to do that. So there's no course you can take. There's no way you can graduate into that. Honestly, the only way you can learn that is by falling. It's by failing, it's by messing up. Because it's in those moments that we actually see what our attitude is capable of, what our perspective is capable of. And that how we talk about the world and how we view the world is how we shape the world. And so the invitation today is to look at the things in our life that maybe cause us pain or stress or that maybe we just don't want to look at. To just honestly sit with them and think about, is there a way that I could be thinking about this differently? It doesn't have to be the best way. It doesn't have to be the way that shifts everything and fixes everything. But maybe there's a different way to look at this problem. So today, I just invite you in to that difference.